0: What's that thing we've all got where you hear your own voice and you just can't stand it? Well, here I am trying to start a podcast and all I can hear is a voice I don't like. So given that what I'm going to talk about is all about accepting yourself and and trying to move forward with who you are and embracing the real you and everything, I'm going to have to just live with it and try to make it work. Now, having a Scottish accent and speaking the way I speak Comes with a few problems. For example, I don't know if it's part of the anxiety, but I talk way too fast. I know I do, so I'm having to slow down a bit in case people who can't keep up with this accent are listening. The other thing is, I feel like I run out of breath. I feel like I'm heavy breathing down the phone here as I try to record this. It just doesn't seem natural. It seems awkward and weird, but guess what? I'm going to keep doing it. Because I honestly think if you keep doing it and you keep on talking, no matter how ridiculous you feel or what it sounds like, you'll get better. And hopefully at some point this will become a podcast that's interesting to people and that maybe helps a few people as well. So, yeah, talking too fast, having Scottish accent. And the other thing I've got, the other problem I have with doing a recording like this is... It's a natural thing to want to pronounce words properly and things. So for example, if I was going to read this sentence, this is how I would say it to my friends. Genuinely, this is how I would say it. Feeling the feelings and deep breathing is something I now couldn't live without. Now, I know that might sound a bit mumbled to some people. And as a result, what I'm more inclined to do is slow down and then say it more feeling the feelings And deep breathing is something I now couldn't live without. Now talking like that is very unnatural to me, because it's not how I speak to my friends, and I really want this to sound like I'm speaking to my friends. I'm also aware that I'm heaving and breathing, which is um, just what happens when I feel nervous, I guess, and I'm sure a lot of people feel like that as well. So I've decided I'm just going to do it the natural way. I'm just going to talk like this, and whoever's meant to hear it will hear it. And yeah, we'll see how we get on. So this is just a bit of an introduction. It's completely not um, scripted really. I'm going to take bits out of my website and explain what what it's all about really um, and what this podcast will be about, which is basically going to be voice recordings or a podcast of some of the blogs that I've put on my website. I run a website called A Beautiful Plan and for such a long time I've been able to or I've been trying to put everything that I do into the one website. Pardon me. See, there we go. A little burp from the coffee I was drinking. Oh, God. Could it be more real? Um, Apologies. Anyway, what I've been trying to do in this website is bring everything together that I do. All the things I'm passionate about. Not just the things I'm passionate about, the things I do every day. The things that light me up. The things that... um, my business is you know all the basis of my business but they maybe don't seem to flow very well if you know you stumbled upon what i was doing so the three main elements to what i do are i'm a private tutor i was a primary teacher beforehand so i'm a private tutor to about 16 children a week and i help them with their maths their literacy some of the children i work with have got dyslexia some of them have dyscalculia so they they find it very difficult to deal with numbers because they're also dyslexic. And it's a job I absolutely love. I was a teacher for 10 years. Um, I also have a few years experience of teaching English as a foreign language and I absolutely love being a teacher and I I feel like being a teacher is my natural habitat, if you like, or my natural place to, to be working from. And then it's easy to see why that would then translate into being a leader of something or, you know, running a blog or, or setting something up that creates a community or, or something like that. And as part of my tutoring work, I started to build together a library of resources of printables and activities and tutorials and things that I'd made for the children that I was teaching. Oh, there I go. Teaching. Did you see that? Teaching obviously I meant teaching, Um, and I put all that together, you know, in in, in a sort of library if you like, but I've now got so much of it that I want to create a membership around it, so that parents who maybe can't afford a tutor or, you know, I can only teach so many children a week, so other people who are interested in the work that I do um, can then log in and, you know, for however much a month. You know, I've not quite decided the price point yet because I want it to be affordable to everyone. So say it's 5.99 a month. I want them to be able to access all of that and use it at home with their own children or for it to be easy enough to navigate for children themselves. So that's what I've got in that sense. And that fits in really well with my tutoring work. The other side of it is, I'm married to a teacher and I was a teacher myself for 10 years and I fully understand teacher overwhelm and the workload and and things like that. Now there's a lot out there already for teachers in terms of lesson plans and and all that. Um, I haven't been in a classroom for quite a long time, so my finger's off the pulse in terms of the day-to-day and things like that. However, what I'm creating is a teacher life binder that helps teachers stay on track with the work that they're doing, but also combined with their life because there has to be a balance with teaching and very few teachers get that balance right. A lot of the teachers that I know are very overwhelmed with what they're doing at various points throughout the year. The balance can be all out. And sometimes teachers sacrifice family life and their own downtime for their job. I'm going to clear my throat now. Hold on a second, excuse me. (coughs) So, um, that's better. So anyway, yeah, what I'd really like to create or what I'm in the middle of creating is a teacher life binder which allows teachers to see their whole life written down in front of them. They can keep track of their grocery shopping, what they're having for dinner that night, their lessons that they're creating, their to-do list for school, their passwords, their, just everything all together and that will be available in printable and digital form. Sorry or should I say printable and digital which is you know the way I was speaking originally, see what I mean, I'm so not good at this and I'm not consistent, but you know what, I'm embracing my inconsistency because I think inconsistency is real, it's real life, most people are inconsistent, we're all human and that's all part of the package. Anyway, so yeah, so I've talked about the kids stuff, talked about the teacher stuff um, and then the other part of it is personal development, I'm passionate about personal development and growth, creating mindset, a magical mindsets, positive mindsets to pull you forward and creating habits in your life that help you succeed. That's the one thing that I've needed because I never had a plan, I didn't have particularly well-disciplined or well-carved-out habits and where it didn't lead to disaster, it was going down that way. And from having had issues with my own mental health, a few meltdowns or breakdowns or whatever you want to call them along the way i had to seriously figure out what i was doing going forward it became a matter of life and death really in terms of how i moved forward and how i how i best presented myself to the world and how i best used this precious life that i've got so from a personal development point of view i want to put together all the things that i use that help me I've been reading Jim Rohn, Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, um, you know, all the work by um, Napoleon Hill, everything like that for years and years. I've always been involved in personal development and where I've read it all and absorbed it all and a lot of it, I know word for word, implementing it can always be an issue. And again, where consistency has fallen. I sometimes haven't been there. So what I've had to then do is create a a way that works for me, that allows me to fall off the wagon and it not be the end of the world, allows me a bit of grace and a bit of space, allows me to easily pick up from where I left off without there being anything wrong, but generally just having this default go-to place where I know it works, I know what I can do, and I know how to get myself back on track. And there's a few key disciplines there that I do do for most of the time that really have made a huge difference to me. And I'll share all that in the blog and my website, I'll share it all, um, you know, various clips and things that I've listened to. A few things in particular that I can see right off the bat, Jim Rowan has been such a huge influence. So. He'll talk about the seasons of life and he'll talk about the set of the sail and these are philosophies that are really, really important in my life. I've always gone through life with this notion that I'll be alright. And sometimes that means, you know, sometimes I I find myself in situations where I really don't think I'll be alright, or I don't know for sure, but something in the end pulls me through. and. One of Jim Rohn's famous quotes was all about the set of the sail and how the same wind blows in us all. It's not the wind that's the problem, it's the set of your sail. So if you're going to go into the storm with your sails that way and you know that you can tweak something and adjust something to set your sail in the other direction, then do it. Don't just be a victim, don't just lie there and wait for it all to happen. Just adjust and tweak and as you go and, and that same wind that can destruct and destroy can blow you in another direction altogether so the same wind blows us all, um, you know, to greater and lesser degrees depending on what's going on in your life. <coughs> so the other one that he talks about is um, the seasons of life and how planting seeds and this is actually a really good one from Errol Schoff, who taught jim Rohn, and he talks about planting seeds in your life and in your business and if you can learn to plant seeds it's all linked to nature and it's all really really interesting which also leads to the fact that females are cyclical beings and and we work with nature or in nature on a monthly cycle and this is something that I've known about for a long time, but haven't really considered an option in terms of living by it until quite recently. And as I got older, I I realised that, you know, my monthly cycle (coughs) would be out of whack or whatever. And I would have, well, still to this day, I have one day a month where I'm in a lot of pain and I'm absolutely just flat out really really knackered and just just feel horrible um not in a mental way just in a physical way physically drained it's almost like you can feel the energy dripping out your fingertips having nothing to give and just exhausted and the thing that makes it better is rest now i know that that's the thing that makes it better but Unfortunately, we live in a society where we, if we're, you know, martyrdom and powering through and don't lie down to it. Oh, I don't lie down to it. I don't lie down to it. Well, sometimes you have to lie down to it. Sometimes you have to. And if what I realised was quite smart, you know, in the same way I realised when I was in sixth year, sorry, fifth year at high school, something clever occurred to me, which was... If I studied for three hires in fifth year, and three hires in sixth year, I could leave high school with six hires, but no, I was encouraged to take five hires, both years, and as a result of that, I failed a few of them, and ended up just having three hires when I left school, which wasn't the plan at all, the plan was five hires, so I mean it's not done me a disservice as I've got older or anything, it's just, you know, it's what I wanted to achieve at the end of high school, that's what I, you know, it's not what I wanted. And I had a plan. My intuition told me this. (coughs) Excuse me. My intuition told me this. And, you know, when I went up to authority with it, they said, no, that can't happen. So my other little genius idea, you know, authority figures or, or, you know, elders or people around me, I would always hear about, you know, don't lie down to it, don't lie down to it. Get on, get up, get on with it. That's what we do. We pull ourselves together and we get up and we get on with it. Well, something occurred to me. I know and knew that when I really go for something, I'd say maybe two or three weeks out of the year, sorry, out the month. I'm on fire, full of energy, full of creativity, full of productivity. It took me years to realise that there was a cycle there. So the week or the few days or, or whatever it was, that I felt flat, that I couldn't motivate myself, that I had no energy. In that moment you feel that that's you, you feel that everything, you know, Oh God, what's happened to you? What's changed? What's what's wrong with me? That's like one of the big ones, isn't it? What is wrong with me? And what really happened was, it occurred to me that by taking a day, sometimes two days depending on what it's like, but it's usually a day a month where you know, I still get up, make the dinner, give the kids their breakfast, get them ready for school, do do all the things. But I make it light and bare minimum. I try to focus on my own care. I try to listen to what my body's saying to me. And if my body is saying rest, then I rest. Now, rest to me or rest to my body isn't usually, I mean it does happen sometimes, but it's not lying down and sleeping for a day. You know, I'm not really that kind of person. It could be, but it could be for some people. It could be sitting on the couch with several cups of tea, watching some telly, something that I don't often do at all. Um, It could be, you know, forgetting the labor intensive house jobs that need done. You know, don't be stripping the bed that day. Don't be washing the floor that day. You know, yeah. Wash your dishes and maybe even put a washing on and do some dinner or not. Maybe you can't even do that and it doesn't matter. But it occurred to me that, you know, if I rested in those days and didn't feel guilty about it and just listened to what needed to happen, you know, it could even be still work. It could be lying in bed listening to a podcast about your business or. I could be reading books to do with teaching to help me tutor my kids. It could still be planning lessons, but from my bed, whatever that is. It could be that you're in so much pain or you've got a headache that you just have to go and try and go to sleep. And that is what, that is what I'll do. I now have given myself a day or two a month, whatever it is at the time. You know, full agreement with my husband that if that's the case and the kids are old enough now that I can explain it to them too. They know that mum gets a sore tummy once a month. And sometimes that comes with a sore head. But, you know, they'll come in, they'll give me cuddles and, you know, we, we can read stories together. Or sometimes it's like, do you know what? Mum just really needs to go for a snooze right now. I'll see you. see you in a few hours or whatever. It's absolutely fine. But I've noticed that my energy always comes back and I always get back into that creative, productive phase. And it's just not, it's just not a problem. But you have to let go of the guilt part of having to rest because it's your body telling you to do it. Really important. And then the last thing, sorry, that was a bit in houses. And the last thing is I'm creating a directory of health and happiness. So this is gonna be a directory that you can look up fantastic people, places, products, um, amazing services of things, items. You know, it could also be success stories. It could be inspiring stories from people. It's going to be the directory of health and happiness, which is designed to give us all some sunshine, some hope, some tools, some resources, a plan. That's going to be as part of the website as well, alongside the planners and printables and notebooks and everything that I'm creating in printable and digital form for people to buy. So if I was going to sum up what a beautiful plan is, I would say it's all of me really it's learning and teaching positive mental health personal growth and development business dreams following what it is you really want to do and and to, to have as your life's work and creating magical mindsets and that's that's it really um so i hope you'll join me over at a beautiful plan .net or a beautifulplan.net if you're from Scotland. Um, a beautifulplan.net or a UK, and you can find out more about the blog, you can see the products, you can have a look at the membership stuff that I offer and hopefully I'll speak to you then. Bye for now.